we mentioned earlier on that there seems to be debate with the Women's League calling for a referendum on the land issue. We know that some others within the ANC have done that, but the Youth League is calling for expropriation of land without compensation. And to talk to us more about this is the ANC Youth League President Colin Maine. A very good afternoon to you, Mr. Maine, and thank you so much for uh, speaking to us about this. Perhaps let's first start with your departure point. On why do you believe it's time for expropriation of land without compensation? It's been something that's been mooted within the ANC, but it's been rejected as well. So why do you think it's time to continue with that line of conversation? Well, thank you very much for having us. Um, we must say that this is part of the resolutions we took as the Youth League on our 24th National Congress. Now, when you believe in something, if it is rejected at some point, you don't dump it. So every opportunity we get in the ANC meetings, we'll talk about this. And we must indicate that now. It's not only the, the Youth League that um, says that it is time that we expropriate uh, land without compensation. Um, uh, we've got support from across the country, and as, as we speak, in, in commissions, uh, people are deliberating on this matter, and we hope that it will be among the key resolutions of this uh, National Policy Conference, which will then, because you must remember that the NPC does not take decisions. It recommends to the National Congress, and after this meeting, branches and everybody else who is part of this uh, gathering will go back and engage with all that we have agreed upon and those things that we may not have agreed upon. The final arbiter would be um, the National Congress of the ANC. Mm, while I understand that you say it's a discussion that's been ongoing and your belief in it, what is the premise of this? Is it because, and it's been something that's emitted not only by the ANC as an organization, but government as a whole, that there's a slow delivery on restitution and redistribution, but it's partly because the system itself has not been working um, optimally. So what I want to understand is why you're moving to that level of expropriation without compensation. What forms the basis of that uh, rationale? We we have always said that uh, the people who have the land now and which some of them do not, if not most of them, do not use it. The question is how did they acquire that land if we were to take the history of the country? when people were, our grand-grandparents were dispossessed of, of the land. And, and we believe that, uh, um, as we speak, um, we are in need of the land and, and our government, the restitution program, we don't think that it is working, it has failed. It was willing by our willing seller, it failed. And there's a need, for instance, if you go to areas like Dipsloot, just next to Dipsloot, where in, 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 in one year about 10 families are dwellers in that yard, but just next to them, there's a land which is privately owned, has not been used for years. So, and government needs to use um, that land to build people houses. It's always issues of the cause, and there's no plan on what the person who owns that land is going to do. It's just there doing nothing. So we want this land for it to benefit our people. Mm. Interestingly enough, I was speaking to Mr. Mteto about um, when you're talking about organizational renewal and the president also reflecting on the need for a buy-in within South African society in terms of strengthening the organization. And I was asking him, when you then talk about uh, an ideology of non-racialism, how do you inculcate that into such a policy of expropriation of land without expropriation, I mean, without compensation? 
Well, this has got nothing to do with race, really. Uh, we have to face reality for what it is. Um, that land was dispossessed from our people, um, unfortunately, by in the main white people. And we're not saying land must be uh, taken away from them because they are, they are, they are white. Um, the issue is that there's a need for us as Africans and the rightful owners of the land to also own um, um, and, and the land and, and use it to benefit our kids and generations to come. Is that not a contradiction in terms, though? You can't say that it's got nothing to do with racism when we look at the apartheid system itself, um, that that was systemic in terms of dividing people on the basis of race. So if you're going to apply a redress, you, ha- you are taking that into account. But I'm saying, how does that play a role within the ANC's policy of non-racialism? How do you rationalize that? We remain a non-racial organization, but... As I'm saying, you must face reality what it is. It has got nothing to do with race. Even if it were black people who were owning this land, we were still going to say the same thing if we need land. Segregation of this country was based on race. So is it not disingenuous to suggest that it's got nothing to do with race? No, really, madam. It has got nothing to do with race. It has to do with the realities on the ground. And the realities of the ground is the redress would redress what? The inequalities of the past will have people, our people have uh, land to use to build houses. Our people will participate in agriculture and all of that. Do you think that you're going to win this debate? Well, you see, you don't get into a conference um, aiming to lose a debate. Mm. And unfortunately, we are not the only participants in the Congress. There may be a different view. As I said, uh, the final arbiter will be the national conference. But we believe that we've done enough work. A, a number of provinces of the ANC um, support the view. How wide support do you believe you have? Well, uh, I'll just say for now a number of provinces of the ANC support the, the view of the youth.